Good morning, brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ. Today is the 1st of November 2020, and the theme of our family worship service is God is present among us today. Our readings comes from Joshua chapter 3, verse 7 to 17, and the Gospel according to St. Matthew chapter 23, verses 1 to verse 12. The key verses for today's family worship service is Joshua chapter 3, verse 9. Joshua said to the Israelites, Come here and listen to the words of the Lord your God. This is how you will know that the living God is among you. And then also from the Gospel according to St. Matthew chapter 23, verse 3. Verse 3 reads as follows. So you must obey them and do everything they tell you, but do not do what they do, for they do not practice what they preach. Come, let us join together in prayer. O oh Lord, open our hearts. Let your gospel message come to us, not simply with words, but also with power, not only with power, but with the Holy Spirit and a deep conviction. And so we pray this in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, to him with you and the Holy Spirit, one blessed God, be glory and unending praise. Amen. Our readings for today's family worship service come from the book of Joshua, chapter 3, verse 7 to 17, and the Gospel according to St. Matthew, chapter 23, verses 1 to verse 12. Again, the theme of our family worship service this morning is God is present among us today. And so, sisters and brothers in Jesus Christ, the joy of the Christian faith is the assurance given to us by Jesus that he is always with you and that Jesus is always with me and that Jesus will never fail nor forsake us. It does not matter where we are. It does not matter who we are. We can rest secure in the knowledge that God loves us. And because God loves us, God not only hears our cries from the depth of our despair, but God even understands our needs better than we ourselves understand our needs. It is when God begins to address our needs that God performs miracles that will astound us in their provision. That God performs miracles that will astound us in its magnitude. God is a God of promise, and God's presence in our lives will not only cause forth praise, thanksgiving, or a confession, my Lord and my God, but God's presence in our lives will restore dash hopes. God's presence in our lives will restore broken dreams. God's presence in our lives will restore torn and tattered lives. God's presence in our lives is so profound that it will lead us out of our present darknesses into a light of hope for the future. In a personal conversation, a doctor was asked, How did you heal this person who contracted the Ebola virus 
who stood at the edge of her life and who were facing death. His response was, I prayed fervently every day before I would visit her and before I would administer the medication. I don't know what I have done, but God and I was in it together. It was God who has healed her. And so when our future looked bleak and when our future looked dismal without any hope, when God began to respond to the events in our lives, God brings hope and God gives us hope. And God's presence leads us out of our present darknesses into a light of hope for the future. The people of Israel was ready to cross the Jordan River and invaded the land of Canaan. God was present among them, and God's power and God's authority was with them. God stand ready to assist and to help the people of Israel to inherit the land. God was about to perform miracles among them, giving them the first public evidence of his presence with Joshua and his presence with them. When these people crossed the Jordan River in flat at the time, there was simply no possibility of retreat. But they will have to struggle against armies. They will have to struggle against chariots. They will have to struggle against fortified cities in their thirst to conquer and their thirst to inherit. Their faith in God will be tested to its very limits and even stretch out beyond its capacity as they move into the territory occupied by other people. Life will probably be hard for them. Life will probably be tough and filled with danger. And it will certainly come true for this people that God works for the good of those who love him, who has been called according to his purpose. Romans chapter 8, verse 28. God's presence among them will make them to believe in the final goodness and in the love of God. And so the people had faith in God and trusted that God will lead them through to a better, more hopeful set of circumstances. And it will all start with God honoring Joshua's faith in God. It will all start with God honoring the people's faith in God. The entire nation will cross over the Jordan River in flood. And so, as soon as the priest stood with the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord in the waters of the river in flood, the water stopped flowing, dammed up, and the soft riverbed became dry so that the people could cross over on the dry riverbed. This event happened to ensure that after the event, the people would know that their crossing of the Jordan River was not a coincidence, that it was not luck, but that God's power and God's activity was defending them against the elements of nature and working in their favor. 
God was indeed present among them. And God's action speaks of divine intervention in the lives of the people. All that they needed to do was to give God the glory and praise for the miracle that occurred amongst them. God is a God of miracles and God is a God of wonders. And through God's power and God's activity, God made God's self known to them. The magnitude of his miracle must have astounded them. But not only did God uncover God's self to the people of antiquity and to Jehovah's tribe, God proves himself to be present in our daily lives as well. God revealed God's presence in a particular way in many situations and even in the challenging moments that we face in life. In God's revelation of God's presence amongst us, it will be wise for us, it will be wise for you and me, it will be wise for our country and the world to listen to God and to understand what God is saying to us. At times we fail to see God's activity. At times we fail to see God's revelation of himself in the events in our lives or in the events in our country or in the events in the world. And we refer to God's activity and God's power as luck. And we say and we declare, I am lucky or she was lucky. Calling God's power and God's presence luck, instead of recognizing the presence of God in our lives, indicates that we find it hard and we find it difficult to interpret the events in our lives. We find it hard and we find it difficult to interpret the events in our country, and we find it hard and difficult to interpret events in the world in terms of divine intervention. But understanding that it is God that it is God intervening, we fail to give to God thanks and praise for the favorable way that events worked out in our personal situation or in the affairs of our country. Our eyes are blind to God's power and our eyes are blind to God's activity and our ears are deaf to God's voice as we struggle with an inadequate faith. We refuse to see and we refuse to note how God is at work in the affairs of our lives. It is precisely at this point of a faith crisis and a spiritual crisis where the world is today. The world is in a faith crisis. The world is in a spiritual crisis. The problem today is that the world wants to see. The problem today is that the world wants to touch and want to hear audibly the voice of God. But those of us who have walked the road with God can, fest, can testify to the presence of God in our lives. How God has touched the lives of many people around us. And how people of faith have responded to the still, small voice who spoke to them 
in the depths of their soul. And we know, and we can with certainty declare, that the final and complete revelation of God's presence is and can be found in Jesus Christ our Lord. And the activity and the presence of God we can see in Jesus Christ. But it is true that not only in South Africa, but the entire world is faced with, with is faced with an impossible barrier called COVID-19. Like the tribe of Yahweh was faced with the crossing of the Jordan River in flood, we are faced with battling COVID-19 and to be led by God into something new, a new future with hope and a recognition that God is present in the world and ready to lead us out of the present darkness into his glorious light. When we are in the light, that glorious light of God, when we have arrived at our destination, we will experience a life that is full and a life that is rich. But for all of us to live that full and that rewarding life, we need to return to Christ. COVID-19 had come to warn us that moral and spiritual conditions in the world have deteriorated, that moral and spiritual conditions in our country has deteriorated. COVID-19 had come to warn us that moral and spiritual conditions has, have deteriorated in our communities. COVID-19 had come to warn us that the enticements that the world offered to people has led them to turn away from God. There is today an unparalleled falling away from godly living. We live in an age of permissiveness. We live in an age where corruption affects the purse of our country. People have no interest or little interest in spiritual matters and they follow all sorts of philosophies that leads them away from recognizing God's presence amongst us. There is a return to Satanism and the integrity of the word of God is questioned. These are all signs that points to the spiritual and faith crisis in which people and the world are faced with today. And so return to God, and God will return to you. And we will, we will overcome that situation and challenges which appeared so insurmountable to us right now. We therefore need to confess, we therefore need to admit that our sinfulness brought us to this point. That due to our sinfulness, humanity's true destiny is, is denied. Due to our sinfulness, our created role is forfeited and that we are being held captive by our sin. But our God is ready to intervene. Our God is ready to renew our strength. Our God is ready to cleanse our lives. Our God is ready to firm up our faith 
and to assist us to cross over. Our God is ready to lead us from the present darkness into the glorious light. Because our God work for the good of those who love him, who has been called according to his purpose. I want to conclude with this narrative. Two years ago, at a Father's Day service, the young adult group in our local church requested me to bless all the fathers present at that service. I was the last father to be blessed by the elder. And as the elder laid his hand on me, a cloud settled around us. A cloud was just hanging and hovering around us. And there we were standing in the cloud, signifying the glorious presence of the Lord amongst us. We have witnessed the greatness and we have witnessed the presence of the Lord. God is with us and dwells all around us. Despite the fact that familiar things had been destroyed by COVID-19, things that made us feel secure and comfortable, good things has disappeared, but so also bad things. More bad things had even come to light. God is the same God of Joshua. And want to continue to work to bring new life, salvation, and hope. And God is calling us to return to him. To commit ourselves to God and to firmly believe in Jesus Christ as our Lord. It is then that God will hear the cries from the depths of our soul and perform the miracles that will astound us in its provision and in its magnitude. Glory be to God, our Mother, our Creator, and our Father. Glory be to Jesus, God's Son. Glory be to the Holy Spirit, our Upholder, and our guide. Amen. Let us pray. Lord Jesus Christ, help us to place you first in our lives. And we pray that you will become increasingly real to the world. We pray this prayer in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, to him with you and the Holy Spirit, one blessed God, be glory and unending praise. Amen.